Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your host, Norman Murray here. Welcome to another episode of the Building Bridges podcast. As you already know, we're on multiple podcast platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon Music, and CastBox. But if you want to hear some additional content or view some additional content from Building Bridges, there's a link right underneath the description of this episode. All right, let's build a bridge. You know, I would love to say that this is going to be an upbeat conversation, but it may not be for some. This episode may stir up some memories and and that's okay, right? Because it's okay to look back and, and think back to the ones we remember. And the holidays are generally supposed to be a time of celebration with family and friends as we get together we have a good time we reminisce and you know just seeing folks you haven't seen all year long but that's not always the case for everyone but sometimes it's hard to spot you know if you don't know the person that well so you may be looking at somebody and not sure why they're not as festive as you are and you just might not know what they're going through right and then there's other times that you know exactly why the person is hurting during this time. So let's be clear. It just doesn't have to be Thanksgiving or Christmas either, even though those are the two biggest holidays where the family get together. We also know that the most common one, meaning when folks are not happy, is death of a family member or friend. And I am going to talk about that. But before we go into that, I wanted to touch base on two other scenarios that sometimes I don't want to say we forget, but maybe you forget about it because you're not in that situation. And a a simple one is, you know, folks could be not happy just because they're missing a loved one that doesn't live in the same city as them or the same state for that matter. Right. If money is tight and, you know, you couldn't get back home for this holiday or vice versa, somebody else couldn't come home to where you are. You know, that can be tough. Right. The holidays don't seem to mean as much to some if you can't be around those ones that you love. Right. Those friends that you grew up with, ones you haven't seen in such a long time. Right. And on the other end of the spectrum, you could be the one that potentially will be alone for the holiday season. And more times than not, this could make a person feel really isolated and could lead to depression. So what am I saying? If you know someone that's in this particular situation, make sure you reach out to them. Make sure you give them a call. And now we have this wonderful technology, you know, use FaceTime, use Facebook Messenger, use whatever is out there that you can see the person's face. And that way uh, they know that you love them. Let them see your face. Let them hear your voice and see. Another one that's uh, not talked about a lot unless, you know, you're dealing directly with it is when someone is incarcerated. Right. Yeah, I said incarcerated. Right. That means locked up behind bars in jail, right? But let's not forget that these individuals have feelings too. Regardless of what you may think of them 
or the crime they may have committed or may not have committed. Either way, they're still humans. They're still people. They still have feelings. They go through depression while they're locked up. And some of the same things that we go through, they go through in there as well. The feelings, the emotions don't change. You know, it may not be completely about the person being incarcerated, but the loved ones that they have left behind. Right? If a father or a mother is incarcerated and they have a young child or children, and they could be traumatized by the absence of their parents during the holiday season, right? And take that a step further during their birthdays and and graduations, you know, big events that take place in their lives. So we got to be mindful of that, right? So again, not just Thanksgiving, not just Christmas, but it could be Mother's Day. It could be Father's Day. Whatever it is, you know, we all deal with people being gone for different reasons. Now, it might not be so easy to get in touch with those individuals that's incarcerated, you know, but maybe in the future, you can start to plan a little bit earlier to make sure you send a gift or get your card into them, you know, maybe send that letter that you've been meaning to send for six months and it just keeps slipping your mind, right? Maybe this is the time that you actually accept that collect call. You know, just be mindful that they're going through things inside as well. You know, maybe you know someone that has a family member that's incarcerated. Reach out to them. Check on them. Make sure they're doing all right. You know, you might have a single mother that has a child that's incarcerated. Check on her and make sure she's okay. And it's not just about females. You know, fathers have feelings, too. You know, check on him. It might be his wife that's incarcerated, right? Could be a child that's in jail, right? You you, you just don't know. But if you do know, you know, reach out to them and make sure that they're okay. Make sure that they're receiving the love that everyone truly deserves. You know, as we think about this last one, which is probably the most common and that's usually the loss meaning death of someone that we love that we cherish that we miss dearly it gets hard around the holiday times and everyone is so different in their approach to it because we all cope we all deal with death differently and so I'm going to share a little bit of mine right Mm. so I can remember my dad passing in early December December 5th 2010 to be exact And the first, the first or second of any holiday was so hard. It just so happened that the first one 
was Christmas, right? And I can recall when I got the phone call that he had passed, my first thought that came to my mind was, man, he's he's not going to see my first grandson, which was his first great-grandson. Who, who was just born two months prior. And, you know, the plan was to return home because we lived out of state. And so the plan was to return home that Christmas. And then he was going to have that opportunity to see him. And he never did. And um, that weighed extremely heavily on me. Because I was so excited being a, a grandfather for the first time. And and he was so excited because we talked on the phone multiple times about his first great grandchild. And man, it was going to be a time for the holidays. And, and, and then he passed. And, you know, we had to deal with that. Now, I must admit that my coping mechanism for dealing with loss has changed dramatically over the years. You know, we we hear people say that time heals all wounds. And I guess in some aspects, depending on uh, what the wound is, that, that could be beneficial to you, that statement. But I will say this, that everyone must mourn and deal with loss regardless of the type of loss in their own way and for me I want to share with you what helped me over the last 15 or so years with death in general Um, Solomon one of the wisest men ever wrote the book of Ecclesiastes and in the third chapter this is what he said To everything, there is a season, a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones. A time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get. A time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend, a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time to love, a time to hate, yes, it says hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. That is Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. These scriptures 
have changed my perspective. And I don't want to say the word closure, but they have given me a sense of comfort in dealing with loss. Now, I know everyone's not going to feel the same way. But for me, the more that I get to know who God is, the more that I allow the Holy Ghost to guide my thoughts, my actions, my movements, these words right here mean more and more to me because now I understand that there is a purpose under the heaven. And to be born and to die along with mourning is part of the purpose. It doesn't change the memories that we have for these people. It doesn't change the feeling alone sometimes. It doesn't change wanting them back. It doesn't change wanting to be around them. But for me, I got to speak for me at the moment, and I hope for you as well. It's the comforting part to know that God knows what I'm going through. And his word already said that he'll never leave me nor forsake me. You know, I don't believe that we need to tiptoe around everyone because you should be able to enjoy yourself during the holiday season. But I do believe that it's of vital importance to be able to identify a friend or family member that may be dealing with loss differently than you. So let's be mindful of that this holiday season. Let's be mindful of that every day, not just for the holidays. It's important that people understand that we are empathetic to the situations that they're going through. I could think right now of, wow, of some family members and friends, young and old, that I would love to see their smiling faces again. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. If this message helped you, copy the link and share it with someone else. Someone that you know might need to hear it. Doesn't mean it's going to solve their issues or take away any pain. But if there's a comforting voice, if there's a comforting word that you can share with them, please do. God bless you all and keep building those bridges. Thank you.